Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. Okay, so Lombardi Line is we welcome you back. So here's what we've got. We're going to get Michael in here in a second. You've got the Falcons up 20 to 3. They walk off with a field goal to end the first half. So up 20 to 3. The Jets are fortuitous to be down 17 at this point. Uh, facts. So 20 to 3 right now. Uh, here's what we have for the halftime numbers. Okay, so the Jets are a half a point favorite in the second half, and you got a total of 22 and a half. So those are the numbers. The adjusted in game. As far as BetMGM, I think Steven just said they went up to 15 and a half in-game at BetMGM. So there's the number there. As we keep you updated, it is Sunday, week five, the NFL, and we're back in London with the Jets and the Falcons. I mean, it was a I, – I, the way you would put it was an interesting first half where really a fortuitous fumble from the Jets' perspective by Hayden Hurst where they turn around and kick a field goal. They were – the Falcons had scored, 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 and were going to score again and then turn around and Hayden Hurst, the tight end there for the Falcons, fumbled. So the Jets kind of got back into it, and then two-minute coming back the other way, the Falcons drive down and kick a field goal to walk off the first half, 20-3 to currently at Spurs Stadium there in London as we get you back here. We're going to get Michael Lombardi. Let me know when he's ready to go. Okay, we're going to call Michael up. We're just fixing his technical issue. I want to give you an update here on a couple of lines that are jumping all over the place. Remember, when you're talking about the NFL, you're talking about those two key numbers to start. That's three and seven. Anything that toggles up or below, you have to take notice. So let's start with three, the key number when betting the NFL. Buffalo, Kansas City. 
couple things here. One, this is a huge total. It's 56 and a half. I'm surprised it hasn't ticked down. We've got it at 57 with the Chiefs laying three. As a better, here's what you need to focus on. If you're betting the Chiefs today, you can find a two and a half. If you're betting the Bills today, you can find a three. Okay, that total is wild because it's going to rain. Probably going to start right around the second quarter there in Kansas City and then a half to a full inch every hour ongoing. So it is going to rain. How wet is it going to be in Kansas City? That's the only question. We haven't seen the total come down, which is fascinating to me as we get a rematch of AFC championship game from last year with the Bills at the Chiefs. Another important game to take note of that's Green Bay and Cincinnati. Something's fishy here, right? This number doesn't make a ton of sense. You've got Green Bay who got embarrassed in week one against New Orleans. They've been hot three straight, three straight covers. But here they go to the Bengals who are also three and one. And the Packers are now officially two and a half. Again, if you are betting the Packers, you can lay two and a half. If you're betting the Bengals, you can catch three. That is an important distinction. Couldn't be more important when betting the NFL. We've seen this total jump up, open 48 and a half, up to 50 and a half. It is unseasonably warm on the East Coast. It's going to be 80 in Cincinnati. It's cooler here in Vegas. What the hell's going on? I don't know, but I do know the weather is going to be perfect there. Maybe a little humid in Cincinnati, but again, uh, that's the one number people are looking and say, wait, this doesn't make sense. It's Aaron Rodgers. This is Zach Taylor for the, but that's the number as Michael remember earlier said, he can't pull the trigger, but his power rating has the Bengals as a slight favorite there. Other numbers jumping. You've got, I keep on telling you, Philadelphia, Carolina. So this remember every number has a story and we're trying to build the story for you. What's the story here with Philadelphia and Carolina? Well, Carolina opened four and a half. It's now down to two and a half. And this has to do with the injuries to the Panthers. You got a total of 46. Another one we're monitoring. And to me, I think this one's important. And that is New Orleans and Washington. Because New Orleans there in Washington, the football team right now is getting crushed perception-wise. That defense is terrible. This number open New Orleans laying a point and a half at WFT. It's up to two and a half. The important distinction here is the juice. I'm seeing a lot of 115s, 120s on that two and a half. That means the wind is blowing up. We could potentially see the Saints get to three here. A low total of 43 and a half their WFT. We've seen a big line move as far as, and this one's interesting. You see Will Hill, who we had on a little bit earlier, he's all over Miami at Tampa. This number, when we sat down, was 10, 10 and a half. Now it's painted across the board, Tampa Bay Lane 11. All right. The tickets are split as far as the count. Remember, you can find the ticket splits at vsin.com. But what we do know is, the numbers moving up. So 11's a key number. NFL betting, of course, is 10. We've now moved to 11. Our official number there is 10 and a half. The number we were discussing with Josh and Michael before the break, Chicago and Vegas, this number opened five and a half. It's sitting five and a half. It's sitting chilly, hasn't moved either way. Doesn't look like it's going to juice is 110 up and down. So that number is sticking with fields under center the rest of the way for the bears 45 and a half. We'll bring Josh in to talk about a couple of these numbers. 45 and a half here in Vegas is the total. Remember some drama surrounding John Gruden from an email he sent back in 2011 uh, also kind of surrounds the team 
here, the silver and black. So five and a half and 45 and a half. Here's a good lesson on a Sunday as we uh, watch some football early. Uh, don't be racist. Okay. <laughs> Josh Applebaum joins us. That's for John Gruden. Just, uh, just as an aside, hey, Josh, uh, I was talking about a couple of these. And again, we have to keep on pointing out one. I was thinking about this game driving in. So the Vikings opened eight. The Vikings have been bet up to 10. A lot of novice bettors are going to use the Vikings in teasers today. That's not a good strategy. You've lost the teaser value. What do I mean by that? Remember, a tease is up or down on the side or total. So a lot of people are saying, I don't want to lay eight. I don't want to lay 10, excuse me, with the Vikings. So I'll tease them down to four. If you really want to get maximum value on teasers, you got to go through those key numbers of seven, six, three. You're not going through the three. If you had teased earlier in the week, the Vikings from eight, obviously down to two, you're going through seven, six, three. That's one distinction as the Vikings are sitting 10, Josh. Yeah, Patrick, you're totally right. So I think, you know, as new people bet and we were seeing, you know, more states legalize, a lot of people discover the teaser and they're like, hey, I can get more points. I can increase my chances of winning. But don't just make teaser plays just because you're getting a better number. Think strategically. This is something very important. We talk about all the time at VEASAN, but going through multiple key numbers. You made a great point, Patrick. When that was Vikings at minus eight and you could tease them down to minus two, that was a pretty sharp, uh, what we call a long teaser, going through multiple key numbers. You go through the seven, you go through the three. Those are the most common margins of victory. So if the Vikings were to win by three or seven, which are the most common margins, you know, you'd be able to cover that teaser play. Now that it's at 10, you take the 10 down to four, you're only going through the seven. So you lose a lot of value there. Um, I would even look to Detroit, you know, getting plus 10 at this point, Patrick. You missed the best number. And also, uh, you know, this would be a divisional dog angle with an inflated line, super contrarian spot. Couple uh, uh, bets I just want to hit with you, Patrick. And I do have uh, Michael on one. the phone. Just quickly, yeah. I want, after you finish up here, we got Michael on the phone. We're going to get to him in a second. Go ahead, finish up, Josh. Yeah, I'll flip it to Michael, but I was just going to say, keep an eye on the Giants. The Giants are at the Dallas Cowboys here. Giants coming off a big win against the Saints. Cowboys are never going to be more overvalued than they are right now, playing great. They could easily be, easily be undefeated, but they opened minus seven and a half. They're down to seven. You've seen some money coming here on the G-men. And then also, Patrick, Teddy Bridgewater, our guy, Teddy Two Gloves, he's good to go today. That was a, a couple days ago, minus one Pittsburgh. That's now flipped to Denver, minus one and a half. Okay, great job, Josh. We head out to the Borgata. On the phone, Michael Lombardi. I know that's a game you've been taking a look at. You like the Giants catching seven today in Dallas, Michael. You know, I always have liked the Giants all week. You know, it, it opened at seven and a half, and it went right to seven immediately, and it's kind of stayed there, Patrick. I mean, it hasn't really moved at all all week long, and even though the Giants are not getting any money, I mean, 28% of the tickets, just 20% of the money, and the line is frozen at seven for good reason. I mean, we saw the Giants and Danny Dimes throw for 400 yards against a good Saint defense, and they got to got their offense going. Now it's a 21 to 10 game with nine minutes to go in the fourth quarter when Joe Judge punts, almost thinking you know they they're not going to cover that game, and they came back and made some really incredible plays to win the game in overtime. But this is the third home game for the Cowboys. I think it's hard to play three straight home games. They're four and zero against the spread this year. Do I think the Cowboys can win? Yes, but I do think. The Giants can keep pace and throw the football effectively. This game is going to be all about the first quarter. If the Giants can block the Gregory and the Mackay Parsons in their front, like they did the Saints, which surprised me, I think they'll move the ball and they'll keep this game close. Okay, you got a 20-3 to score at the half in London, Michael. The Jets are laying a point in the second half, and I've got a total in the second half of 22-and-a-half. Where are you at on this game with the Falcons and Jets? I don't like it. I, I don't like the fact that the Jets have to play from behind. I think when you look at the Jets and, and you put Zach Wilson, I mean, let's. here's what's happened. 
In the first half, the Jets' execution on offense has been 15 art rushes and completions. They've had 15, they've had five completions only, and they've had 10 rushes. That's not going to be good unless unless you think they're going to find a way to execute better in the second half. I don't see it. You know, and their red zone offense is really bad because this is what happens to them. That's why typically they score three points in the first half and they match their total. I mean, they've had 10 points going in the game in the first half. Today they've added three. So in five games, they've had 13 points in the first half. To me, that's on the offense coordinator. That's all on their inability to really game plan around what the team's doing. I like Dean Peace against Mike LaFleur in this game. You got a thought on the total, 22-and-a-half for the second half. Well, I mean, I think Atlanta's got to take the approach. Look, we got to come back and, and do it. we got an opening kickoff here, and huge kickoff by the Jets. Got to get them some life. So, you know, I would lean towards the under, the 22-and-a-half. I don't see it happening because, again, here to come the Jets. We'll see if they can move the football a little bit offensively. But they got a good kick return to start the second half, which is important. Now we got to come out and see if they can do something offensively. Okay, we'll keep you updated in-game betting as well. Michael Lombardi doing a great job live from the Borgata. And when we come back, I want to discuss New England-Houston. Why? New England open nine. I'm seeing some seven and a halfs pop up. Now, the betting splits are all over New England, yet we're seeing that number drop. What does it mean? We'll find out from Michael Lombardi coming up next here as we're just underway in the second half in London with Atlanta up 20-3. to A big kick return down to the 30 for the Jets. Now a pickup of nine on first down. We'll keep you updated with the live in-game betting as well. As we continue live here on a Sunday, we got London football. It is the Lombardi line presented by BetMGM. It's VSIN, the sports betting network. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, who's ready to catch Creighton? You know, watch Creighton. They play. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon, the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not, never the, not, gonna, the, not the Big East tournament? Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But, like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That, like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was – Creighton is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. that. Like, that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a, is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> And then they're never at any of the Yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? You the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billy's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like, da, 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. Oh! OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. 
I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, first bet horse racing Breeders' Cup coming up. Code is Vegas1000. Again, you can win $1,000 right before the Breeders' Cup. Just go over there right now and check out all the information at first bet. Eddie Olchek's hat trick is up there as well. Vston.com slash horses. As we welcome you back, a little juice here, Michael Lombardi. A touchdown. Yeah. Go ahead and let us know what happened there. Well, the Jets went right down the field. I mean, they took it to them. I mean, they ran the football down there. Zach, Zach Wilson didn't have to really make a throw on that drive. They ran the ball right down Atlanta's throat, and they were able to do that, and they were effective. I think that sometimes, you know, what we see during these games is the momentum has shifted. Once that return happened, then we saw the momentum shift, and Atlanta really couldn't get a stop. Atlanta couldn't get a stop on it, and they were able to run the ball right into the end zone. And now we got a football game. Now we're back to 20 to 10. Key drive coming up here. Atlanta's got to come out with a really good start to the second half. They haven't punted all in the first half, right? They haven't punted at all. Now they've got to come out and have a good drive and put some points on the board to really take away the momentum from, from the Jets. And they missed the extra point, so it's 20 to 9. Seven plays, 29 yards, because as you mentioned, coming out of the half, a tremendous kick return down to the 30, somewhere in there, and then they ran the ball a bunch, and the Jets add a little juice. I don't, I don't even think they threw a pass in that drive, Patrick. I don't think they threw a pass. I don't believe I they, they did either. They just ran it all the way down. You know, they were able to run the football effectively. So, you know, uh, you know I think that. You wanted to talk about the pa- Patriots and the uh, – and yep, the, I do. And the the Houston Texans just quickly update you. I'll get you the in-game number on that. But again, the Jets coming out of the half were a point favored in the second half and 22 and a half. So if you have the Jets in the over in the second half, 
looking good to start 20 to nine as we sit here on this week five. Okay, let's talk about the Patriots and Texans and you tell me why you think this number is moving. Maybe a letdown emotionally for, and this is for our audience there up in New England and Nesson, maybe a letdown emotionally for the Patriots, but I would imagine you don't believe Bill's going to let this team let down. New England open oh, nine no. and it's seven and a half in Houston. Well, the, the, the part of this is okay, four of their starting offensive linemen are out. Now, here's the reality. Those guys haven't played well all year. I mean, that's been the most disappointing thing about the Patriots football team is their offensive line. Trent Brown's going to miss another game. All right, so he was thought he was going to be able to play last week. Obviously, something must have happened, re-injury or something, so he's not back. So they're going to have a whole new configuration. Shaq Mason, the starting right guard, is not going to play. Ted Karras will play there. David Andrews, the center, typically will be there. And then their whole left side of their line is out with COVID. So it's going to be a new line, right? And they've known this all week, so they've practiced this new line, and they brought Redmond up. They brought, they brought other players up to help with their line. They brought James Ferentz up. They brought Redman up. They brought this William Sherman kid up. So they have some depth in their offensive line. Jalen Mills is also not going to play today, the starting corner. So they're going to have to play Jawan Williams on the outside. Now, I suspect Belichick will take Brandon Cooks out of the game and say, basically, if someone else can beat me, good luck. Right, but I'm going to take Brandon Cooks out of the game and I'm going to put pressure on Davis Mills and try to force him to make some mistakes. Got to stop Ingram in the running game. This is typically when Belichick and the Patriots are at their best, when their backs are to the wall. We shall see. They've got to keep Mac Jones healthy and they've got to stop beating themselves. I mean, the Patriots could easily be 4-0, but they've beaten themselves. They've fumbled the ball. They've thrown interceptions. They've turned the ball over. If they do that, the Texans will beat them. Got a low total of 39 in Houston. Here's my question for you. If I'm betting the Patriots, I got to cover seven and a half with a Patriot team that's 27th in yards per pass, 29th in yards per rush, and they score just 17.8 a game. Yeah, that's going to be the hard part, right? And so what I think you have to do is I think what the Patriots typically do after four games is Belichick does the selfie bow. I think what you'll see is what the offense will look like moving forward for the next 12 weeks. I think what you'll see now is how the offense is going to operate. I think you'll see less of two backs in the backfield. I think you'll see more of a, of a situation where you'll see spread. You'll see utilizations of the tight end. They've got to get their running game going. They can't have eight carries for minus one yard like they did against the Tampa Bay Bucks. They've got to be able to get Damian Harris. He's their best offensive player. They've got to get more out of him, and they've got to be able to run the football more effectively. And they've got to play a complementary style to their defense. Their defense hasn't given up big plays. But when they've needed stops with their defense, they haven't been able to get it. Going back to the Miami opening game, when Miami got the ball back and they ran the clock out when the Patriots had a chance to kind of win that game. Now we got a first and 10. We come back out, and, of course, our man Cordell Patterson carries it for three yards. So we're going to see. This is going to be, to me, when I'm watching these games, and I'm thinking as a play caller, right, if I'm Arthur Smith, I don't want to be in third down. I want to play Canadian football here. I want to get a first down on second down. I want to be able to take the pressure off my quarterback by throwing the ball and having some completions that I feel like I can get something going. They're playing some tempo now. They're trying to hurry this thing up, and they're trying to see if they could do it because I think it's really critical that they continue to make an explosive play going with their offense, what they do. They ran a, they ran a boot, and he did, and that's what he called. And I think he completed it. Yep, sure did, first down. Okay, of course, that, Cordell Patterson. The man's everywhere. He's everywhere. I mean, just put an S on his chest. I mean, put an S on his chest. He's Superman, baby. He he really is the Dick Vitale player. Lined up at now he lined up at X outside and ran it in. 
I mean, this guy is becoming Jim Thorpe right before our very eyes. <laughs> After that jet score missed extra point, the number at BetMGM, good job, Stephen Bond, has adjusted to nine and a half. So 20 to nine, Atlanta leads the Jets right now as they drive, and the in-game live betting number is nine and a half. By the way, you never see 30s. You never see totals in the 30s. We've got a total with the Patriots and Texans at 39. Is that a fumble out of bounds, or yeah, did he not I have control? I think it control? was. Yeah, he fumbled out of bounds. No, they're going to mark it as he got. They actually got two yards on that. Hayden Hurst is killing him. He's fumbled twice so far. That was lucky it went out of bounds. Look, I think this is two teams that are playing rookie quarterbacks. I think that's why we see the number under 40. You know, Davis Mills is not, you know, he's going to take his chances. They've had 10 days off to prepare. No one knows the Patriots defense more, better than what they, what they have down at Nick Cesario, who was the general manager, was in New England for all those years. He understands. He also knows how Bill's going to play this game, just like I do. He's going to double, he's double going to make Brandon Cooks beat him. He's not going to let Brandon Cooks become the weapon and make a one-throw score. He's going to make Davis Mills get into 15 to 16, 17 third downs. Make him execute the game. Second and Second and eight. Another another throw incomplete. Now we're in third and eight. Now this is when I think Salai's got to heat him up. I think he's got to heat up at Matt Ryan like he did in the first half. This is a key third down in the game. We've got under 10 minutes to go in the third quarter. Key third down in the game because if the Jets can get some momentum with the ball back and kind of get this game to a one-score game, that was a drop too. Big drop. You know, this is what happens. Your execution starts to fall. you got to focus. This is a key call. You're going to have to be in a protection set here so that you can make sure that you can block this front because they're going to overload pressure this blitz. They're going to come from a side, and they did. They came from the right, and they got pressure on them. What a throw. What a throw, and they couldn't make it. What a throw. Caught, broken up by the Jets secondary. And so now we got a little juice in this game. 20 to 9. The Falcons yeah, are going to have to That's what punt. you wanted to avoid, Patrick. That's what you wanted to avoid. That's why I wanted to be in Canadian football mode because I wanted to avoid. That's the one thing that Jets can do. They can attack the pocket with the speed of their defense, right? And so when they bring that overload pressure, you know, they had a free runner coming right at Ryan and he had to throw the ball just a tad early. And of course, it was a tough catch for the receiver. He had it and it dropped it. First punt of the game. First punt of the game right now, 8.55 to go Atlanta. in the third for Atlanta. Fourth and 10, so they're going to punt, and the Jets coming back the other way. This number in-game has dropped all the Horrible way. I got. Punt. Yeah, that was a terrible punt. punt. So the Jets right now have a little life, have a little juice. They're catching 7.5 in-game. They're plus 340 on the money line. So this is the perfect start to the second half for the Jets, Michael. No doubt. You know, special teams are killing Atlanta. But this is where, you know, it, you don't think about it, but vertical field position, where we get the ball to start a drive matters, especially with a struggling offense. You know, the Jets got that great kick return, and they could run the ball into the end zone. When you could take Wilson and he doesn't have to play in the game, all of a sudden, it's a, it's a much easier game for him to play. So I, I think that's going to be really critical. I think they're going to have to. This is a key drive for Dean Peace. He needs to create a negative play here. He needs to. We don't talk about this enough as, as on, the, on the broadcast. What are the play calls on the defense, right? If I'm Dean Peace, I need a really good play call here. I need to create a second and 15. I need a negative play because when we start this thing out, Wilson, now he had one completion in that, in that last drive. He had one completion, and, and they ran the ball 12, 15, 16. They ran the ball, they ran the ball six times, one completion and six times. So they were able to kind of – this is going to turn the game around. They need a negative play to get themselves – to get the momentum back on the Atlanta side. Okay, the Jets 
Coming back the other way, Michael, when we come back, we'll have you do more play-by-play. -play. Just to reiterate, so those that are curious about that total being so low in Houston with the Patriots in town at 39, the under is 11-1 and the last 12 Patriot games. 11-1, and Michael, so there's another reason. I, I, I mean, I, I think, it, I don't know the number on this, but rookie quarterback versus rookie quarterback with two teams that have turned the ball over way too much, you can bet conservative play calling is going to be the modus operandi for the game. That's why the under is so low. All right, so what would you do? I got 30 seconds here. If I told you I'm going to give you the Falcons are laying eight and a half, what would you do in-game? I might take that eight and a half. Okay, I, you're going to go Jets. If I'm the Jets, I, would, I might take it because I think the Jets here, they got some momentum and they think they can run the football. I mean, this is to me, this is where Dean Peace has got to earn his millions right here. Hey, we got to come out. We're going to have to create a negative play. We know what their game plan is now. we got to adjust to it. Find Thomas Gable. He's going to join us next live from the Borgata. We've got football in London. RIP Philip. We come back. It is the Lombardi line. You're listening to the Lombardi line on VSEN featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay. It is the Lombardi line. I'll let you know about the NHL guide in a second here, but we've got a live shot. You see it there. The Borgata where Michael Lombardi's hanging out every Saturday and Sunday with his buddy Thomas Gable, who runs the race and sports book at the Borgata. It's very busy. We're going to get to the most heavily bet games on the board in Jersey at the Borgata in a second. But I have to ask you a question, Michael, about what just transpired in London. The Jets punted. I'm going to give you the yeah. scenario. Tell me what you would have done. They're down 20 to 9, 648 to play. It's fourth and five on the Atlanta 46. Salah punts. What do you do there? I would have punted there. I know Will Hill's probably cringing right now as I say that, but I'm punting. Based on the way my defense played the last series, if I can control field position here. Now, when you're backed up on the nine, you've got to have a really good situational football calls, right? So you know that an offense, when they're inside their own 10, they run certain plays. You've game planned this, right? You understand it. You're looking at your play sheet. They're going to run fullback in the flat. They're going to run belly. They're going to run Patterson on a lead play, probably open up the drive with a lead run. But if you can force them to punt the way this punter punted the last time, we'll get the ball back somewhere around the same spot with a fresh set of downs and maybe have an opportunity. I think if you go for it there and the momentum shifts and you don't get it, the game could slip away from you and you could lose it right at that point. Thomas Gable joins us now. First off, good morning, Thomas. Hope you had a good Saturday. What was the handle like coming into this early game? Uh, decent handle in this game. Not a big decision, though, for us uh, either way. Here, we're, we're going to need the Falcons, but not nothing big. Uh, but a lot of Jets fans here currently. I mean, yeah, I mean, they're uh, up and yeah. at them, aren't they? Yeah, it's surprising we've uh, this game is as balanced as it is here with uh, how many Jets fans are. They were tailgating in the customer garage today when yeah, I pulled it, in. Yeah, it was unbelievable. It really is, Patrick. It's great. To, you know, when we have these early games, the vibe is so much different in here. And then, of course, we've got... You know, we shall play the national anthem when the Eagles come on the board. At, at uh, is it, will the Eagles be the main on the main screen today? Probably, yeah. The Rocky, the Rocky theme song is yeah, what the, you mean by the national anthem. Exactly. Yeah. We'll play the Rocky theme song. Big first down there. Fifteen what, what yard, fifteen yard pickup by Davis on first down for Atlanta. Yep, big run. See, I mean, you got to be able to prepare for that, right? You got to be able to handle that. That's what. That's the most important thing. This is why situational football is so important. To the average fan, they see that as a first and 10 play. Here they come out. But to a coach or to an executive, that's a situation that you know you've got to handle and you've got to practice, right? And you've got to be able to handle it. Now, now you've got to regroup. Now they've got first and 10 to 25. All that great field position has just been lost.
Okay, Jets fans up and early. They've got a lot to look forward to, of course. That's why they're getting lubricated. Okay, let's start, Thomas. The most heavily bet game on the board there. I know Green Bay and Cincinnati's at the top of the list. It is. It is. This is the most heavily bet game. Most tickets written here. 75% uh, of the tickets on the Packers. This game is sitting at three right now. Um, if you want to uh, take the three with the Bengals, you're going to be paying a little bit more juice there. Um, obviously, the Packers here are in injury hell this week. So um, certainly you are seeing some Bengals money. The money here uh, somewhat even. A little bit more Packers money, though, at the moment. But so many of these games this week are right around that key number of three. Yep. So be very, very careful. Shop around. Not to, If you're at a sports book, you know, you, nowadays everybody's mobile as well. So shop around. Make sure if uh, you're taking a dog, don't, don't take a two and a half if there's a three out there somewhere else. So, again, in this one, uh, Cincinnati, you can still take the three here uh, if you want the Bengals. Again, the same thing. If you're if you want to uh, lay the favorite here, don't don't lay the three. Lay the, lay two and a half because there's a lot of games this week that are bouncing back and forth between the three and two and a half. This is just one of them. Yeah, we just saw they had a third and ten, Patrick. They went empty. They went empty, and the left defensive end for the Falcons does what you can't do in pro football. He ran past the quarterback. Now we're ten on eleven. And Ryan, who can't even move, steps up in the pocket, moves to his right. The worst place he can move to is for the defense is to his right. You want him to go to his left. So you want to build the pressure off the left side. First down, he scrambles out and gets the first down. Now we get a new set of downs. Now the ball's at the 40-yard line, and here we go. Atlanta's got it, and now they get another five-yard gain. Yep. Atlanta leads by 11, 20-9, 4.45 to play in London with Atlanta up. I got an adjusted in-game number of Falcons Lane, 8.5. Thomas Gable joins Lombardi Line here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. I, I want to ask you about Tampa. Our most heavily bet game on the board here is Tampa Bay up to 11. Where are you there yeah. with Miami? So we, we opened the day uh, with Tampa laying 10. It's now up to 11 here as well. Uh, we took an $82,500 bet at 10 this morning. We went to 10 and a half since has moved to 11. So, yeah, this, this game is uh, getting bet. You see Tampa certainly uh, getting bet there in that one. Uh, again, if you're uh, looking to tease, 11 is probably not the greatest number to do it, but um, uh you know, you'd be able to move through the 10 there and the 7, but uh, uh, just be careful when you're uh, doing these teasers today. But, yeah, Tampa's certainly getting bet. You know, I just worry, Thomas. I mean, I, 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 the 11 looks so tempting. But can Miami score? I mean, I, they can backdoor cover in the fourth. But Brissett's averaging 499 per attempt. I right. mean, he doesn't make any throws, and I'm as critical on him as I am on Tua. Like this, and Devontae Parker's not going to play today for the for the Miami. You know, so they don't have Parker. They don't have Fuller. Can they get the ball to Gusecki? They've had a lot of conversations down in Miami this week about how, how their offensive staff has been operating, and it's not been positive. So I worry about that. And a lot of issues there, though, on the Tampa secondary, too. Yeah, so. No doubt. And this would be the perfect time. This is the perfect time, yeah. But the Jets can't – Jets can't, I mean, excuse me, the, buck, the, the, Dolphins. the Dolphins can't pass protect. Yeah. Dalvin Cook has officially been ruled out from Minnesota. They're laying 10 at home, host in Detroit. A lot of juice yep. there at the Borgata in San Francisco, Arizona. Where are you at on that number? Yeah, currently five and a half. Uh, this has uh, been bet up. We opened the Cardinals three and a half point favorites. And obviously this well, is. Were you thinking that Garoppolo was going to play at three and a half? 
Well, that was uncertain, right, yeah. at the time. Yeah. So, obviously, you've seen this number shift then as uh, as that news came out. Um, but, you know, you and I have talked about this game quite a bit this week. Yeah. And this is really, I think, a play against Trey Lance here right. by the public. Yep. And Kittle, of course, being out there for San Fran doesn't help their case. So, uh, you have the public here who is all over the Cardinals with good reason from what they just saw with the recency bias there. And now you have the injury news on top of it with San Francisco. So kind of creating a perfect storm here for the Cardinals, uh, this line move here. I mean, the Cardinals got to defend Trey Lance as a running back. I mean, if he can beat him throwing the football, so fumble. It, you know, another fumble. Yep. Jets recover. Fumble, Jets recover. 214 in the third, 20 to 9. Atlanta's up, Michael. Atlanta was driving. The Jets were going to put the game away. They were going to put the game away right there. They were going to put the game away. Mike Davis goes and fumbles there. Huge. I mean, you can't do that. I mean, great hit. Ball just comes out. Yet as Dominic often says around the house, and this is I learned this. He learned this from his father. Ball security yes. is job security. Yeah. That's the key line. <laughs> so if you ever see Dominic and you ask him, you say, Dominic, tell me something. He'll tell you ball security is job security. And that's what happened right there. I think Tiki Barber's still carrying around the ball that Coughlin made him carry. <laughs> Remember? <laughs> a point on the elbow. Uh, okay. I'm going to get a video of Dominic saying that before he leaves so we can play that on there. <laughs> he's, a, he's a wise five-year-old, right? Isn't Dominic five? Four. four. He's four. only four. Pardon me. He's only four, yeah. But pardon me. Um, Thomas, I, I want to let him know about the NHL package here, but anything going out that the audience should know of there at the Borgata? Anything else stand out to you? Uh, as far as the betting markets, now, I mean, you, you've seen, I'm sure you've talked about the uh, the Vikings getting bet up there against your Detroit Lions throughout the week. Uh, so that's currently a 10. There's going to be quite a few games here that we're going to have big decisions on. But uh, listen, if you're coming out here, get here soon because the place is filling up fast. Give so me Buffalo, out, Kansas City. Because you just brought up the great distinction about that key number of three. Where are you at yep. the Borgata, Buffalo, Kansas City tonight in the rain? So this is one that we're sitting two and a half. Uh, the Chiefs open three, now two and a half. So again, if you want to lay that two and a half, you're going to be paying a little bit more juice, $1.20. Uh, even on the, the taking the two and a half with Buffalo, we're probably going to need Kansas City uh, in this game. Uh, so right now it's looking like there's going to be a decision there for us. Did you lose on the Fury fight last night? No, we actually uh, we, that, we yeah. did we did win uh, we did win last night on the Fury fight. Great crowd here, uh, heavily bet fight. Um, it was a fantastic fight overall if you're really a boxing was. fan. So um, yeah, I mean we Wilder as the dog again that that when you could get two dollars or more uh, coming back on the dog there. Uh, that's uh, what people were taking, so uh, we, we made it out okay. You look very fresh for a guy that hasn't slept in 48 hours. That's impressive. Uh, <laughs> I got a couple hours between, <laughs> between a, last night it's and It's a busy time at the Borgata, and Saturday yesterday yeah. was awesome. Thank you, TG. Appreciate you. We'll talk to you tomorrow. NHL season is here. Our Beeson Hockey Betting Guide, which is awesome. It's only $9.99. It's out right now. Check it out. Strategies, best bets, in-depth analysis from the experts. You got Sunshine Annie McNeil on the beat team and player predictions, daily betting tips. Again, it's all for just $9.99. Go to vcin.com slash subscribe for more information. But this one people have been raving about. It's the vcin 
NHL guide out now. When we return, we're going to run the board with Michael Lombardi, get his place for the day. Josh will join us as well. And the Jets got a little juice, Wes. Michael, what he would do in-game coming up here. Lombardi line presented by BetMGM. It's VSIN, the sports betting network. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my game. <laughs> Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids, but I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You're listening to the Crew Call 
listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, the king of sportsbooks, BetMGM, $10 to win 200 as it fills up behind me here at the South Point. Also, Michael Lombardi and the Borgata there in Jersey. VSEN 200, VSIN 200 is the code. Any pro football team, any score today, you win 200 bucks if you're a new better over at BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Eligibility restrictions apply. 1-800-GAMBLER if you have an issue. As we welcome you back, so a couple things here. One, there you see it filling up at the South Point. Michael mentioned wow. it's busy at the Borgata. Yeah. Hot dog cart going. Hot dog hot, cart going. Hot got... dog cart ready to go. Everybody's fired oh, up man. here. Yeah. It's... Jets are punting. No shocker. Jets are punting. I mean, their play calling is like battleship football. They just call plays to call plays. I mean, there's no rhyme or reason. I don't think they really help the quarterback at all. They, I know he's a rookie quarterback, but, boy, they don't really help him at all. You see that pass it back to the weak side where LaFleur oh, just, ridiculous. I mean, it was. Like, what are we doing? That was What ugly. are we doing? So 20 to 9, Michael, 28 seconds to go here. I'll give you an update on the number. Let's go ahead and get Michael's board ready for his three-pack today, his three plays, and then we'll run the board. But I just want to make sure I get this in for you. In play right now, the Falcons are laying 11 and a half, Michael. You know, I, I think, look, the way the Jets move the ball, the Falcons could put this game away at any moment. I, I think I'm passing on taking any either side on this Who's one. that famous I, I guy there on, on TV right now? Do you know him? No, I don't. Who is that? Is he Christian a Pulisic. He is the best United States uh, soccer player maybe of all time. He's uh, tremendously really? talented. He's from your area. No, he's from Pennsylvania, actually. Okay, let's... As, <laughs> We're losing Michael a little bit there. We'll get his three-pack up here, and we say hi to Josh as well. Josh Applebaum joins Market Insights. I think I hear you, Michael. You ready to go? I've got your picks. You like the Raiders I, I catching? Ready to go. You, you like yeah. the Raiders catching five and a half here? One at your first play. You know, I really do. I like this a lot. I think that with Akeem Hicks out, I think the Raiders can throw the football on anybody. I think their offense is good. I think they'll run the football here. I think Justin Fields on the road is going to be a problem. I think they can blitz him a little bit. I know the Raiders secondary is beat up, but Chicago typically without Montgomery, are they going to be able to run the football effectively? This is a big game for the Raiders. This is one they got to have. I think they win by a touchdown. I liked it. I liked it less than anything less than a touchdown. It stayed, it opened at five and a half and never moved. And all the money was on the Raiders coming in all week long. I like that one. I'm going to go back to the Giants. They won for me last week. I think they'll keep this game close. I think this is a field goal game all the way. I think they'll keep it close because they can move the football on Dallas. I think Dallas is in a letdown spot. They're 4-0 against the spread. And the one game I really like, I like the Titans. Derrick Henry runs the ball effectively against Jacksonville. Jacksonville's had a tough, tough week. I know Tennessee's had a tough week having to come back from the loss and the sting of losing to the Jets, but they get A.J. Brown back. Tannehill will throw the football effectively, and I trust Mike Vrabel a lot more than I trust Urban Meyer. I think Mike Vrabel will have his team ready to play today. I like this. I'd li I thought it would go over five. I thought it would sneak up. I do like it today. I like the Titans. Okay, Michael's been red hot with the picks. Lay the five and a half with the Raiders. Take the seven with the Giants and lay the four and a half with the Titans at Jacksonville today. Great job there, Michael. Dalvin Cook is officially out as we welcome in Josh Applebaum. Any other updates before we run the board here, Josh, quickly? Yeah, I think that Dalvin Cook one is uh, maybe a big one here. If you're playing DFS, Madison, I think, is going to be a big guy you want to target here in this game. But again, Patrick, that was uh, a lot of these shops were, you know, 10, 10 and a half. They're falling to 10, maybe go to nine and a half here. Also, Patrick, you made a good point about that, uh, that under in Buffalo, Kansas City. Everyone's pounding that over. You see two great offenses. I think it's going to be, you know, a 35-32 shootout. 
However, with that bad weather, that was a 57, uh, you know, total there, down to around 56 and a half. Keep an eye out for those. And, of course, guys, the crazy one is the Bengals. I think it's going to uh, show a lot here with this respected money coming in on Cincinnati. Do they look really smart here taking the Bengals? You know, a lot of injuries here on the other side for Green Bay, but that three and a half, three down to two and a half. There's been really no buyback here uh, on Green Bay and Jair Alexander being out, I think is a big one here. So to me, the Bengals guys, that's really the one to watch. A lot of money here on Cincinnati. Okay, let's run the board. Michael, I'm going to start with you. Miami at Tampa Bay. I'm going to give you 11. Tampa Bay's laying it. I think it's a lot of points to lay, especially with the beat-up secondary of, of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It's a must-win for for Miami. Miami's got to play well. I think the, without Gronk, I would take the 11. It's 10.5. I'll still take the 10.5. I'll take the Bucks. Okay, Josh. I, I mean, I'll take the Dolphins. Oh, you can take the Dolphins. Okay, Josh, what do you got? I'm actually going to go Tampa Bay here, guys. You know, with Devontae Parker out, I think Michael made a good point earlier. I don't know if Miami can put up the points to keep track here with Tampa Bay. They're, Tampa Bay's 30 points a game. Miami's like 15. Uh, and also, again, late movement we always love. Minus 10 and a half to 11 we've seen today. And these non-conference favorites with high totals tend to do well. I'll lay it with Brady here. Carolina's laying two and a half all the way down to two and a half with Philly in town, Michael. You know, Carolina's kind of beat up. And I think that's really been the problem. That's why this number's shifting down, you know, to it. But I, I got faith in Matt Rule. They've, they've had a good week of practice. I'll take Carolina in the two and a half. I liked it better when I was, you know, I, I think it's a better number for me than it was at four and a half. I'll take Carolina. I'm going to go Eagles here, guys. Uh, a lot of these books, really consistent movement to Philly with zero buyback. This was four and a half down to three. And I think the three to two and a half is important because uh, you would think at, when it bottoms out, a lot of money on Panthers, maybe bring it back to three. That's not what's happening. It's all it's now down to two and a half. So uh, I'll go with a lot of these injuries, bet against the Panthers, uh, see if the Eagles can keep this within a field goal. Big first down pickup for Atlanta, up 11, 14 to play in the fourth. We'll get back to that. New Orleans at Washington. New Orleans laying two and a half, Michael. I'll lay it. I love New Orleans here. I really do. I think New Orleans is in a good spot. This is when they play their best. Sean Payton against Ron Rivera, De Jack Del Rio, Dennis Allen against Scott Turner. I like the matchup. I do. I like it favoring New Orleans. I know their offensive line is beat up, but I think they'll play well today. Josh? I'm going to go football team here, guys. Wait it out until the very last second. Can you get a key number of plus three? I think Michael's right. The coaching definitely favors the Saints. But if you're getting an inflated line off of one opener, getting football team two and a half or three at home, I'll take that home play against Jameis Winston. Maybe a get-right spot for that WFT defense. Okay, we know Michael is on Tennessee and Jacksonville. Josh, where are you four and a half? I got to go Jacksonville here, guys. It's disgusting, but this is the most lopsided play of the day. You almost have 90% of tickets laying with Tennessee. They do get A.J. Brown out, but they're going to be without Julio Jones. Let's see if the Jazz can keep it close. All the Urban Meyer stuff, guys, that definitely worries me. Okay, just an answer, guys, so we get them all in. Michael, Detroit's at Minnesota. Minnesota's lane 10. I'll take Minnesota. Okay, no Dalvin Cook. Where are you at, Josh? Divisional dog, I'll take Detroit plus 10. Okay, Denver's at Pittsburgh, Michael. Denver's lane a point and a half. Denver. Denver. Okay. I'm taking Denver. That sounds, you sound confident as well. <laughs> Michael, uh, Josh? Mm -hmm. I'm with Michael here. Money line Denver, uh, minus 130 instead of laying the one and a half. Okay, it's either two and a half or three. I'll give you a Green Bay lane, two and a half in Cincy, Michael. I'm taking Green Bay. You give me two and three, I'll take Green Bay. I, I know my numbers say should, I should take the Bengals. I'm not taking Zach Taylor. I'm taking Green Bay. <laughs> okay, Josh. <laughs> give me the Bengals, guys, and I'll take them on the money line to win this game, plus 120. Michael, New England's lane eight in Houston. I'm going to take New England. I think New England will play well today. Okay, Josh. I'm going to take that plus eight, guys. We've seen it fall nine to eight, and a lot of guys banged up on that offensive line for New England. Okay, Michael is laying the five and a half with the Raiders here with Chicago in town. Josh, where are you? 
I'll take the five and a half. You know, it's a 405 game. Do we get to six? Wait that thing out. Uh, but I'll, I'll buy low. And again, a lot of rumors swirling and, and, and scandal and stuff with John Gruden. I'll see if Fields in a second star can get it done and keep it close. Michael, the Chargers are laying two and a half hosting Cleveland. I like I like the I like the Chargers here today. Okay, good one, Josh. I'm gonna go Cleveland number one rush uh, offense against uh, the fifth worst rush defense for the Chargers. I'll take the two and a half with the Browns. Michael is taking the seven with the G-men. Josh, where are you in Dallas? I love that play for Michael. Seven and a half down to seven. I think this is closer to a field goal game. Michael, San Francisco's at Arizona. Arizona's laying five. I'll take Arizona in the five. I don't trust Trey Lance. Okay, Josh. It's tough. Are we going to get these one in 10 ATS rookie quarterbacks or the four and one ATS last week? I'll go Lance in a division spot. This is desperation mode for the 49ers. The big one tonight in the rain, Buffalo, Kansas city, Michael, it's two and a half. If you're laying Kansas city, it's three. If you're taking the bills, what do you got? I think I'm going to take Buffalo. I'm going to see if they can do something today. I'll take the points in Buffalo. Christian McCaffrey officially ruled out. Josh, where are you in Kansas city in the rain tonight? I'll go Buffalo as well, guys. Three to two and a half, pretty much movements, but all toward Buffalo. If you don't get a three and you're only two and a half, teaser opportunity to eight and a half, go through three, go through seven. We'll discuss this game big time tomorrow as Jimmy Vaccaro's got a ticket here. Uh, Indy, Baltimore. Baltimore's lane seven, Michael. I'm going to take Baltimore. I think that Don Martindale will heat up, the, heat up Carson Wentz. He'll make mistakes. Hey, Josh. I'll take Colts plus seven. Primetime dog. Nobody's on him. Give me the Colts and the, and the touchdown there. Okay. We, here's what I want to know from you with the Mike, Mike Michael. It's up, up to you with a minute to go. Tell me what you need to tell me about this game in London. You got a minute. Big third, big third down here. I mean, this is going to be he. I expect Robert Salai to heat it up. They got to put some pressure on him. He can't go into it. He can't let this just go back and have Matt Ryan check the runners. We get the classic motion. He now he knows he's got man coverage. He's got a man beater play on. He's checked it out. So now we're going to see what we got. We're going to get that a gap pressure. We did. He knew it. And they got him to throw it. Are they going to go for it here? This is dicey. This is, this is no chance. No chance. They punting. They're punting. No chance. All right. No chance. They're punting it. They they basically muted Will Hill's phone call over. You know, we didn't mention it. How about the mutt chops, the English mutt chops on on our man, Arthur Smith. Is that a beard or is that mutt chops? I can't tell. It's not Ryan Gosling. I know that Uh, Brady's (laughs) going to take you the rest of the game with the game in London, 20 to nine. They're going to punt, as Michael said. Michael, enjoy your Sunday. Have a great one, Josh. You as well. Thanks, Patrick. Thanks, guys. Thanks, see you tomorrow Josh. here Bye-bye. on the Lombardi Line. Brady's next with the pregame show. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Doc Talk. John, we've got a hard hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's KidSafe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. (laughs) Download the Zigazoo app today. 
Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.